Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. Galatians 1. Paul, an apostle, sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers and sisters with me, to the churches in Galatia, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age, according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory for ever and ever. Amen. I'm astonished that you're so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings, or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I was still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went to Arabia. Later I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him for 15 days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I'm writing to you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report. The man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. It says Jesus rescues us from the present evil age. Up front, we must acknowledge that our world is still defined by evil. This doesn't mean there's no good in the world or that people around us are altogether wicked. In fact, the world is utterly stunning, and many non-Christians behave rather better than many of us. Rather, the evil word alerts us to the ongoing influence of abusive spiritual powers who prowl around humanity, sowing destruction. These powers trick us into bad priorities, divisive behaviours, and demoralising ambitions. When we lie awake at night or mull over the murkier parts of the news, we know this in our hearts and we long for an escape. Paul serenades us with the gospel of Jesus.
While lots of voices lament loudly about the terrible nature of things, and other voices urge us to adopt their great new method for doing well in this life, Paul repeatedly and relentlessly reminds us of Jesus. Jesus who loves us. Jesus who knows what we're going through and who came to set us free. Jesus who rescues us from the present evil age. Most of us reading the New Testament will already have given ourselves to Jesus. So, do we need to keep reading? Well, much to Paul's frustration, one of the biggest issues with this present evil age is how Christians continue to be tricked by the cunning of evil. A bit like the Trixie Ring in The Lord of the Rings, evil keeps on finding a way back into our hands so that it can have its way in our unsuspecting minds. Like lemmings following one another off a cliff, good and faithful people still find themselves following the influence of these powers to the damage of so many. The Galatian Christians were doing well, and then evil cut in on them. They started off in grace, but then slowly, slowly started to submit to voices that divided the church, that set some people above others, that embraced other solutions. The Galatians were Christians, but they adopted a way of life that elevated the words of others above the words of God. I wonder if I'm doing the same. I wonder if you are. The beauty of our gospel is even if we are, grace is still available to us. Jesus came not to condemn, but to rescue us. He woos us into trusting him, into following his ways. He died so we can know the forgiveness and the freedom of entrusting ourselves to his every word and his everyday way. We find that freedom through constantly reminding ourselves of the beauty of our gospel given to us by our God. Here is a question for reflection. What is it about the gospel of Jesus that is most beautiful to you? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.